What's up, everybody? It's Greco and Coop. We're doing episode two now, take two, since Cooper almost had COVID last uh, last episode and we had to stop mid-recording. And we also have a new member of the podcast, Todd. Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing? Todd will be, you know, just giving us the fun little chime-ins, little facts. You know, things are just... Todd things. Just Todd. these t- Toddisms. Yeah, exactly. So, you know... Obviously, what we have to start off with... Is there a game this weekend? I don't know, man. I was like... I heard that there was a, there was a big game. There was something that was like a large... It was a large Yeah, like, game. I, I know... I saw a bunch of commercials this weekend. I talked about the big game, but they yeah, never said what no, it was. I don't know. I think... I don't know. I think probably basketball. Serious now. Super Bowl. I... Eh, I liked it. I enjoyed I enjoyed it. Like, it was... It was it was, it was awful. I, like, besides Brady... It wasn't good. Like, seeing Brady win, great. Amazing, go whatever. It was boring. I come back, as you know. Retired. For, former retired gambler. Comes retired, back. Came for, out of retirement. Came out. Came out of retirement. Retired from retirement. Retired from retirement. Exactly. Came out, and I was like, you know what? Super Bowl. There's like normal people that bet on the Super Bowl, so I'm gonna bet on the Super Bowl like a normal person. So I lower my limits to about fifty dollars. Place a few bets, and then place a few bets on Coop, through Coop. Guess what happens? I lost every single one. Every single bet. Not one hit. You said, what could I bet? Obviously, I was betting the stupidest shit of all time. I was betting, I threw like five next touchdown scores for like five bucks each. Lost every one. Um, Mahomes MVP, because I was like, Chiefs are going to win, obviously. That's the best way to bet the Chiefs. It's essentially a cheaper version of their money line. Smart, smart gambling. No, there's no. So there's that. And then, oh, what were? Do you remember? So I took, oh, oh, oh! I took first receptions on each team. Lost both yeah. those. You Just, took, you took, we took great first. Or yeah, we took no, great first touchdown. And then we took. No, we li- we lived great first touchdown. Yeah, yeah, and then we and then Gronk scored. scored. And then we, I we was picked like, the wrong white tight end. Yeah. And then I was like, there's no chance Gronk scores two. What other Bucks player is getting the second one? You were like, Lenny. Playoff Lenny. And then he, then they got to like the two-yard line, and they tried three times with Ronald Jones. Of course, because Ronald Jones, who, you know, great in the playoffs, right? R- regular season Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, you have a man named Playoff Lenny, and, you know, they, he's been changed to Super Bowl Lenny. And Lombardi, Lombardi Lenny. Lombardi Lenny. Lombardi Lenny. And you don't put him in for a goal line stand? There were three runs in a row. With like the, regular season Ronald. Yeah. It's playoff Lenny would have been the Bruce right Arians, choice. I lost a lot of respect for him throughout this game, honestly, even though he won a Super Bowl. I thought Bruce Arians was a good coach and now I don't. You like it's hard for you to win a Super Bowl and before I thought you were a good coach and then you winning a Super Bowl makes me now think you're a bad coach. That's Bruce Arians. Todd Bowles, all you baby. You should be the head coach. Yeah. I I was really confused, but like I said, it wasn't. They didn't need a coach; they just needed Tom Brady and Tom Bowles. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just, all they needed was Tom Brady. I would have voted but for Tom Bowles. Honestly, I just like. I felt like the chief. Like the whole time, I was just sitting there, and I was like, "When are the Chiefs gonna like come back?" I was like, "When? Like when does it happen?" And I was like, "Okay, like now the chief. Like this drive. This drive is when the Chiefs come back. This drive is when the Chiefs come back." And then there's two minutes in the fourth quarter. I'm like. What just happened? Yeah, no, like when I lied them three times and they didn't come back. Yeah, no, exactly my thought process as well. I was basically so America's confused. thought process. Yeah. No. 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 
So I've officially retired. That was a semi-retirement before, even though it was an official retirement. Then I retired from retiring, and now it's completely utter retirement, never coming back. I pulled a Brett Favre, and we won't pull the second Brett Favre. We're done. I yeah, I was I was pretty terrible on props. I had under on the Natty Anthem, which is just disgraceful, and I'm I'm sorry, everybody. I don't know why I did that. Um, the tails failed. <laughs> That doesn't, that doesn't add up. Tails just doesn't. It tails doesn't fail and it failed. So yeah, you I, took I statistics. You know, yeah. you, you know how it works. It's I know how it works. Hundred percent of the time, always, it's tails. Yeah, exactly. Every flip. Every flip is tails. I don't. I don't know about that one. Tra- Travis Kelsey. Kelsey didn't score. That one should have been a lock. And then blue Gatorade, dude. Why blue Gatorade? Like so, that's so weird. That's so the weirdest about color. that, I had hot tips on both the Gatorade colors. Of course, I didn't bet it because I was. Coming out of retirement, didn't want to go too big. Thought the Gatorade was what too, did you have? too spicy of a bet. The hot tips were purple if the Chiefs win, blue if the Buccaneers win. So mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't bet them because I was not interested in it. But I would have, could have, could have made a good amount of money. But no. Like, uh, when's the last time that, when's the last time that blue was used in a Super Bowl? Yeah, probably was- like a, probably like a pretty long time ago. Because I feel like that's just like a pretty boring color. Like, don't they usually do like the colors? Their teams are like clear, or like something cool. Rainbow, like, skit rainbow. like jungle juice. Yeah, like I don't know. That was just kind of boring. I was pretty upset. Um, so I don't know how that happened. But. In 2019, the Patriots used blue. Brady, that's Brady. Oh. oh, Brady likes blue. Brady blue. Brady blue. Lock it in. They also, they also in. went blue in 2015. Why don't I like research things before I bet them? Because that's what losers do. That's true. That's what people that that's good point. win bets do. Nerds do. do. Nerds who, like, nerds. Who? think, like, um, my career and my future life is going to be gambling. I'm going to yeah. win 53% of my bets and make a 1% profit on my investments. Just put your money in the stock market. Don't be a fucking dumbass. Yeah. I don't get that. Honest, but, like, all right, so props aside. Oh, I did hit one props bet, which was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. First rush over three and a half yards. He got stopped. It was the three-yard run, and then the lineman fucking pushed him for two more. That was amazing. Really happy about that. I also missed another one I didn't mention. Kyle, not Kyle. Um, that was Juice Check last year. I hit that. Uh, Anthony, Anthony Sherman, Sherman scored a touchdown. Oh, I missed yeah. that. Anytime touchdown <laughs> score, score. But my Anthony new, Sherman. I'm retired. I'm going to start becoming a betting consultant, like a financial consultant, financial advisor for people, and teach them how to invest in the betting market. And I'm going, one of my new strategies I'm going to implement next year, I'm going to keep like a model and all that crap in Excel of betting every team's fullback to score a touchdown every week and see if it's profitable. Just every that's fullback. Good. Every fullback to score. I like that. Every game of every ne- of next season and see if that's profitable. I want to start being able to bet on fullback assists because that is a very cool part of the game and I don't think yes. gets enough respect. I think there should be O-lineman props too. Like, if cool. you just bet the How under... How many pancakes? Bet the under on the Chiefs O-line the entire yeah. game, you'd be rich. No, you'd be... I don't know what statistics you could do. Like, how many times is this guy going to just get absolutely blown by and mangled? How many missed blocks? Yeah. yeah. They were I, lost. There was, there was one stat. There was, like, an O-lineman coming into this game who had, like, zero missed blocks. Like oh, or Donovan sacks, Smith. Donovan yeah. Smith. Left tackle for the Buccaneers. Great guy. Yeah, so, yeah. We'd love to have him on the show, Donovan Smith. If you're listening to this, we'd love to have you on the show. Huge fan. Um. Yeah, so betting wasn't great, but the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And then Bucks money line, that was the only thing that I was confident in. Um, if we had released 
the podcast that we weren't able to, you would have heard me saying that I liked the Bucks money line because of Brady. But we couldn't, we couldn't release our show due to COVID. So, COVID. but thank you, COVID. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I feel like if we were allowed to release the show, then the Bucks would have lost, and I would have looked dumb. So, I'll take it. I think it should be legal to bet against Brady in the playoffs, and like, let alone the Super Bowl, unless it's against Eli Manning. Yeah, no, you should, you should get arrested for doing that. Like, yeah. I should be in jail right now. He has like the most insane stats in the world, like. The the amount of Super Bowl wins that he has more than, like, every franchise. He has more Super Bowl wins than every franchise. He has more Super Bowl wins than, like, 18 teams combined. Like, it's absurd. I don't get it. He just, he looked great out there. Like, he looked, he didn't have to do, like, insane amount, but, like, he looked good. Like, he looked like a Super Bowl MVP quarterback. Which he is. Which he was. Which he is. But that's what he looked like. And, like, that's all they needed. Which, you know, that's obviously asking a lot for a Super Bowl MVP, but he was, he looked like, and that's, that's, that was it. And I love how Gronk did nothing all season. Like, he was just completely underwhelmed. And then it's yeah. like the Super Bowl, oh, I'm going to try. What happens? Gronk scores two touchdowns. It's just, it's the way he is. No, it's, it's perfect. Have you heard the old story about uh, Peyton Manning playing Ed Reed in the regular season? Or Manning looks off Ed Reed and purposely throws an interception in the regular season. And the same same time around in the playoffs, Peyton looks out, same coverage in the back. Ed Reed bites. Peyton Manning throws a perfect perfect throw, touchdown, right in Ed Reed's face. It's perfect Gronk. Gronk, you know, grew up with Belichick all around. He's like, oh, I'm going to screw over the rest of the league. He goes through, pretends like he can't run for the entire year, and then boom, Super Bowl comes around, two touchdowns. Yeah, I also feel like Ed Reed's a lot smarter than Gronk. And, like, Ed Reed kind of thought that through where Gronk kind of just, like, naturally did that where Ed Reed like had a thought process I don't think Gronk has a thought process that's true yeah no yeah Peyton's definitely different than Gronk but I mean I thought it was pretty cool that he finally scored um there was a video of him like after him and um Brady that was like they were like celebrating then he was talking about how he saved all his touchdowns for the playoffs and that's you know that made me happy it made me sad as a as a Pats fan to see that on another another team, but it also just made me happy because they deserve that. Gronk deserves it. Brady deserves it. You know, I'll be happy for him. That's all I can say. I'll be happy for Gronk and Brady. You're welcome for being happy for you. But although they were, like, really great, Brady was really good, that's not – they were not, like, the reason that the Bucs won at all. No, it was Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is a Super Bowl MVP. Todd Bowles – I know they're not going to give it to a coach. Maybe he could win, like, the MVP like Mitch did. Todd Bowles for MVP, but he deserved a lot of credit. Actually, I had it wrong. It was Ed Reed who fooled Peyton Manning. So Ed Reed, in the, in the, in the regular season, completely bit in a ball where Peyton threw a touchdown. And then in the playoffs, he knew Peyton would see it. And then completely flipped the script on Peyton and picked him off in the playoffs, which is absolutely ridiculous either way. Wow. That's yeah. So that's we're pretty much saying that Gronk and Ed Reed are both geniuses. So also Todd's first fact of the podcast was in fact wrong, and he had to go no, fact check the, himself. The, so the, thanks, Todd. You're really informational. He had the he had the uh, Gatorade one, so that was cool. But yeah, Todd, one for two, not great. Um, but yeah, so Bucks defense was absurd. They were so good that the Chiefs punt on their first drive was their second punt of the off season. Or the postseason. That's absurd. Like, that shouldn't happen. Like, that doesn't seem very fair at all. 
Um, I, like Mahomes played really well. Yeah, he was kind of diving, running, throwing, doing all the above. Like that one throw when he was like horizontal to the ground, like it was like a parallel line, him in the ground, and then he just throws it thirty yards and almost like hit his receiver's dime. hands. It was a dime. Like he hit come Harry on, then, in the face. Then the one where he rolls out left and like yeah. just doesn't even look and just heaves a thirty yard pass right, right into like I think it was Byron Pringle's oh, yeah, like Pringle. arms and he barely missed it like. It, hit, it literally it hit. It was right on the pylon. Like that was. So those were some of like the best throws I've ever seen, and no one could catch. Like there was a one, um, a big third down. Kelsey just it hit him in the hands, and then that was the one where they had to punt, and then the punter shanked it and punted it like what like thirty yards. And then the Bucks had it at their 30. Like, that came from a Travis Kelsey getting hit in the hands and just dropping it. I don't know what happened to them. Like, they, like, didn't they didn't play like how they usually did. Like, the Bucks are supposed to be the best offense of all time, and they, they have been. So, going back to last week, I don't know what happened to the, the kid. Do you think he just got cocky and he was like, I want to play this on all Madden, on, on all pro? No, I think, yeah, I think he bumped it up from rookie to pro and, like, clearly wasn't ready for the difficulty increase. And you know what? He probably jumped it, too. Like, that was not a pro showing. That might have been all Madden, honestly. Like, the Bucs were playing on all Madden that game. Yeah. And I don't think he was ready for it. He's obviously he's not prepared on all Madden, never played on all Madden. So that's what happens when you get cocky in the Super Bowl. I think that's exactly what happened. And then... It's either that or someone did hack the servers. Or or somebody... Got in for the someone played as the Bucks. Oh, maybe he had his buddy playing him and he didn't yeah. know as good his buddy was. And, and his, his buddy, buddy was like nice. user lurking with Devin White the whole yeah. game, making big plays everywhere. Call, yeah. Just dialing up like your the meta defense on Madden. I don't even know what it is, but just cheesing the whole game. Yeah, that's probably what it was. Um, overall, not the best game, but you know. Um, also, a lot of people have been complaining about the refs. You know, there were a couple bad calls. Like, there was the one on Tyron Matthew in the end zone. There were a couple holding calls. But, like, if you watch the game and you go back, there were so many calls on both sides that the refs missed. It, it, it was just that the refs called a couple of them for the Bucks, but they missed so many against each team, which was just insane. So I don't know what was going on. Poor effort, refs. You guys, honestly, the real losers of this game, the refs, yeah. the zebras. Fuck them. They it suck. wasn't. It wasn't like they were like they weren't really biased to either team. They just missed so many calls. Like it was actually insane how many calls they missed, and or it, not even just missed, but like messed up, missed like whatever. They just were not good at all. And all right, so n- today, Wednesday, Super Bowl parade. And you see a video of Tom Brady being absolutely blasted out of his mind. Guy was hammered. And I love that. Just love that for him. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what Florida does to you. I mean, do you blame him? He took his brand new $2 million boat out with his seventh Lombardi trophy. Like, if you're in Tom's situation, how are you not getting blasted? Yeah. And he's, like, going around, like, he's tossing the Lombardi trophy around like it's a normal football, tossing it from boat to boat. Like, that's just... that He deserves to be in Florida. As much as I hate to say it, he deserves to be in Florida. He loves Florida. Florida deserves him. 
It's just, in, it's a perfect match. Yeah, no, it's perfect. At this point it's just in his career, it's a perfect match for him. He's in, like, pseudo-retirement, but he can win in pseudo-retirement. That's literally Unlike he's, me. He's, he's retired. That's why he went to Florida. He retired, but he's still playing. Like, he literally just went there so he could retire and, like, not care that much. Like, it came out, like, last, or, like, a couple days ago that Arians was like, yeah, I told Tom and Gronk whenever they wanted a day off, they could just come to me and ask for one. Like, they, they, he, they, he was like, yeah, they, they, we just wanted them to be prepared for Sunday. He's literally retired. He, he's retired and just having fun playing football. Like, being on the Patriots was his career. That's where he, like, made a name for himself. He put in the effort. He had the, he had the boss that was kind of a dick and made him work hard. And then he was like, okay, I think my career is good. I'm going to go retire to Florida like the rest of every, like every other old person. I'm going to retire to Florida. And I'm just going to have fun. I'm going to play bocce. You know, franchise a Subway. I might, like, yeah. own a franchise Subway, which is basically what the Bucks are. The Patriots are like a Ruth Chris where you have to try, like, you have to try, like, nice five-star restaurant. And then... You just go out and you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna own a subway now and yeah. just make that subway the greatest subway of all time. It's it's insane. That's he is retired. Don't let it. Breaking news, everybody. Tom Brady is retired on the Buccane- on the on the Buccaneers. Heard it he's here playing first. for the Buccaneers, but he's also retired. Everybody, write it down. Put it on CNN. I don't know, but just make sure you know that Tom Brady is living his best life in retirement in Tampa Bay and. I just hope he enjoys himself. I hope he stays there for the rest of his life. I mean, obviously, I'd love for him to come back to the Pats, but I I appreciate everything he did for us, so I'm just going to say... Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Day-drinking day Tom, day also. Drink. Thank you, Tom. Go day-drink. Day-drinking Tom is the new Hoodie Mellow. Like, yeah. Masked Kyrie, Hoodie Mellow. Masked Kawhi. Masked LeBron. Yeah, day-drinking Tom. Everybody mask. Day-drinking day Tom. And then... Yeah, I, I I think he should probably just do this for the rest of off season. Yes, just he's, drink his life away. Just go around the new your GB12 boat on your, in your in your two million dollar boat. Drive around, post videos with Eminem in the background of like you shrugging, and then like that's when just live your life like that. I mean, you could probably make a living out of it. Like, there's definitely something there, and um, I'm just proud of you. All right, so. Although Super Bowl was big, wasn't the only thing that happened in the NFL since we last recorded, which was two weeks ago since COVID. Um, we haven't yet talked about the Matt Stafford trade, and I would love to talk about the Matt Stafford trade. Um, I don't know. Is Goff like really that bad? Oh, he's that Stafford bad. Good. I mean, I, I always thought that he was like. I never thought he was great, but like he had like what? Like he had a bad playoff game because he broke his thumb open and you're going to trade him for nothing but I mean the team that sees him every day good coach great coach Sean McVay knows what he's doing yeah offensive he's mastermind sees this guy every day in practice in games I think McVay basically like just talks to him throughout the plays and tells him what to do and then that guy goes out and basically trades a first round pick to get rid of Goff he has to be really bad. Like, I think you're going to see how bad Goff is in Detroit. He's going to be yeah. bad. That's a good point. I, I didn't really think about it like that, but that's a very good point. He, he, if you're getting rid of, I mean, but also McVay also just hates draft picks. Like, he just doesn't like them at all. He doesn't want them. 
he wants he, he just tries to get rid of them as much as he he can. Like he they'll go seven years without a first round pick, which is absurd. I don't know if any team has ever done that. Like I don't think that's true. I mean I don't think that's a thing, but I I honestly like love his like win now. Figure it out later because you don't like, know the future. You don't know what the future. No, you don't know the the future. world could the world could end in two seasons, and then you you could have a ton of draft picks and be like, that was a waste. While like comets are coming down and destroying the world, and you'll be like, I wish I got that Super Bowl. In I wish I traded all these draft picks. Exactly, yeah. time value of draft picks. The Washington football team went eleven years without first round picks from nineteen sixty nine to nineteen seventy nine. How'd that work out for them? Probably not well. Obviously not well. Probably is that when they well. traded for Robert Griffin Jr. In nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I mean, it does seem like it was that long ago when Robert when RG three was good. Yeah, hey, rookie of the year, nineteen sixty nine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't. I wasn't alive back in back when RG three was. Back in Back in But yeah, we'll we'll see how this uh, goes for them. I think they have to win. A Super, they need to get to the Super Bowl in the next two to three years, or this. Wasn't a good trade because they're they're giving up their future for Matthew Stafford, who is borderline. No, he is yeah. a very good quarterback. I think Matthew Stafford can take them to a Super Bowl. I'm I'm really excited to see Stafford on a team that knows, that knows how, to how to do things, how to like play offense. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think he's That's going to put up numbers. Like he's had like some good receivers, but he's never had like a good insane, team. He's never had like an insane team and or with coach. an with an insane coach. Yeah. And that's what he has now. So I'm very happy. But he also needs to make sure he does well because, like, if he doesn't do well, like, he can't rely on, like, the shitty team excuse. Like, the whole year he's been – or the whole – his whole career he's been like, yeah, like, I'm a good quarterback, but the reason I don't, like, do well come postseason, like, or make – even make the postseason is because I had a shitty team. Can't say that anymore. Rams are good. So we have to see what he does. And he doesn't have the stat padding he usually has – being down 20 points, like, 10 exactly. out of 16 games with the Lions and just exactly. throwing the ball everywhere. Calvin Johnson, Golden Tate. And like, playing every 17th week. So, we'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah. Um, Goff seemed really happy to leave. Uh, he he said in a press conference or an interview, and he said that if a team was willing to give up on their quarterback, the supposed leader of the team, that he was – or that he thought the feelings were mutual. So Valid point. If you're not wanted if you're not wanted somewhere, you don't want to be there. I get that. It's like when someone tells you I don't want to like it's like a breakup. Like they're like, Oh, I'm done with you and you're not gonna be like, No, I want you back. Like Goff's yeah. not gonna sit there and be like, No, like trade back for me. No. Yeah. No, I it's I'm, get all right, I'm done. So I'm we're excited done. for him. Uh, I mean Handle it maturely. It sucks to be on the Lions, but Hey, you're getting a bunch of draft picks. So. And he's still making a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of money. I don't exactly. think he will really care too much. Um, no, I think he'll be all right. I just, you know, let's see. Maybe he turns the Detroit Lions around. Maybe maybe this sends him into, like, a rocky redemption phase, and he just becomes the best quarterback ever. So do you think I'm not even worth Like, he hits rock much? bottom, yeah. comes back, hits the gym after a breakup, like, really starts actually trying in football, like, not relying on McVay. Yeah, it's a possibility. He was, he, was in a, he was in a really good relationship. So maybe he let himself go. He was, he was like, oh, they're going to be happy with me. I'm going to be a good team even if I don't go to the gym. Like, even if I eat all this food, I can just get fat. And it doesn't matter because Sean McVay will still love me. And then, bam, Sean McVay says, no, I don't love you anymore. And he 
gets back. He gets his ass in the gym. He goes off, and then he's an MVP next year. So Jared Goff is going to lose the relationship weight, yeah. bounce back, be shredded, be able yeah. to throw the ball all over the ad. He's going to go over the. He's going to go to the TB12 method. Yes, not the new TB12 method of day drinking every no, day of yeah. your life, like the college freshman TB12 method. The seventh Super Bowl yeah. TB12 method. Sixth Super Bowl TB method. Yeah. So this one came from. I feel like this one had a part of day drinking. That's right. That's right. So six Super Bowls. I mean, I guess we can throw. I I feel like the the after effects of the TB12 method are still carrying on. I mean, yes. he still does it. Like he still does the TB12 method. So it might just be like two yeah. days a week. He just goes out and yeah. day drinks degenerately. Hopefully, that'd be pretty cool for him. So yeah, we'll see what happens with him. I'm rooting for, rooting for the Rams. Rooting for Goff. Yes. I like that. I like that both. All around winners. Yeah. So where's Deshaun Watson going? Hey, this is absurd. Like, I, it's been so long. Um, it's been so long. They uh, just fired their um, the uh, Texans just or no the Texans pre- team president just resigned today. So that's crazy. I like um, stop paying attention to this because there's so much drama and political. Yeah. Like this guy, this guy doesn't like him. He doesn't like this guy, this guy, this. To me, it feels like an episode of Game of Thrones, right? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know who is who, who is involved with who, who likes who, who is protecting who, who wants what to happen. It's all confusing. And I feel like there's only everything I hear about is Jack Easterby. Don't know who he is or what he does. He's the worst. Jack Easterby is the whole pro- whole reason he is the little, Texans are gone. He's little finger. He is Littlefinger. He is absolute yeah. garbage. He showed up to the Texas organization, tried to make them Patriot South, and single-handedly ruined them. Yeah. Just fully. He was, I think his role with the Patriots was like spiritual advisor to like Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty. He's and the then, priest. And then the, the, the Bill O'Brien and Roman Cornell, they tried to poach him. Like, oh, here's, here's the secret to the success of the Patriots. Wrong. Just wrong again. And Easterby has slowly but surely just taken his little fingers all over the, all over the team and have just slowly but surely poisoned it. Just poison the Texans. To beyond belief, they're just completely screwed at this point. Yeah, so he is Littlefinger. Jack yeah. Easterby is Littlefinger. And this is the Easterby Red Wedding. wedding and yes. that's what we're witnessing. And we'll see. And Deshaun Watson's Rob Stark, and he's about yeah. to get just Killed. murdered. I, like, I his, don't... his pregnant wife is like the potential for them to win a Super Bowl. J. And J. that's Watt. just or getting stabbed. Or J.J. Watt. Or, um... Yes, no, J.J. Watt's the, the pregnant wife, and the two of them together are dying. So, like... Yeah. They're just done. They're Super Bowl champ. Like JJ Watt has like the Lombardi Trophy in his stomach, and it's gone. It's it's just gone. Yeah. It's gone. They're they're both out, and they're dead. Basically. I like. They've been saying they're, they're like they're they're ignoring calls for trades. The Texans are ignoring calls. They're ignoring people. They're saying that trading Watson is the last resort. Like I don't understand. He doesn't want to be there, guys. Like he said no. You can't just like hold, like he's quitting. You you can't just like hold him. Like, get something for him. Why are you, like, the more that you try to hold on for him and the more you try to, like, ignore calls, like, the less you're going to get for him. Like, I just don't, like, I think that they think if they ignore calls about Watson enough and, like, they refuse to trade Watson for long enough, he'll just be like, okay, guys, I get it. I'll stay. Like, it's not, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to get a worse deal. Like, you're you're not going to get what he's valued you're going, people are going to, like, realize that you guys don't know what you're doing as an organization. Like, most people already realize that, but everybody will realize that. Just figure it out. Figure out what you're going to do. 
and make the move. Yeah, I agree. They're just dumb. Terrible organization. Awful. Next bit of news also came out today. Taylor Heinke, contract extension. <laughs> huge. Huge. I think he is the next face of backups in the NFL. Like, I don't even know who it is now. We really like Chad Henney in that position. He's been doing that for a while. But I think he's your next. Like, Matt Flynn back in the day, big contract. I think Taylor Heinke is the future of backups in the league. Wow. All and right. I think the Redskins are lucky. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. Uh, Todd, you're going to have to bleep that out after Whoa. this. Whoa. The football team. The football team's Whoa. lucky to have Taylor Heinke as their backup quarterback. Potential starter. Potential starter because they really don't have anyone else. But they're lucky to have him as in the mix. I completely agree. I think Taylor Heineke is going to be the best player on earth. Um, I'm very surprised he's not on the Patriots right now. I don't know how Bill Belichick watched that game and wasn't like I need him on my team right he now. He was on I the can, Patriots. I know, and I don't let how he. I don't. I just think Belichick just picked the wrong backup, the wrong bad like white quarterback from like a good school. That, like, Hoyer didn't really play that well. Like you pick Hoyer, like you had Hoyer. Like Stidham. I think I think Stidham is where he's he's going. And no, like, but they had Hoyer. Direction. They had Hoyer. Like, yeah, but Hoyer was that guy in two thousand like ten to like twelve before pre Ryan Mallard Patriot backup. You have Hoyer, and then Hoyer goes to Houston because Jack Easterbay yeah. needs his and his Bill O'Brien need that Patriots backup, so they take him, and didn't work out. And then what does Bill do? Brings him right back. Come on, Bill. Yeah. This is right. this is why I think Bill is slowly regressing. You see Heinke, and you take Hoyer over him. It's just. Culture-wise, it shit doesn't make sense. I don't know how you can give up Heineke, you can give up Garoppolo, you can give up Brissett, and you can keep Stidham and Hoyer. Like, come on. But I, I actually think that he is going to be amazing. Like, that playoff game was absolutely gorgeous. Like, they only lost, the football team only lost to the Bucks by eight. Um, Chiefs lost by 22, right? Yeah. So, what does that say? Well, that that means that the football team, football team is, is better, better than, than the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yeah. And Ta- Taylor Heinke is better than Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. Yep. Wow. Transitive property. Re- yeah. Math. Yeah. So I I'm really excited to see him. But like honestly, that just made me so happy when I saw that run. Like that. What more can you ask for? No, it was the greatest run of all time. It's it was like the run. Like we, yeah, John Elway. I think we talked so about cool. this before. No, we did because that's how cool it was. Like just watching, watching Taylor Heineke lay out for the goalpost to tie the game against the Buccaneers, when you're the Washington Football Team, it's just insane. Like their their team just relied on all defense, like no offense, and then, bam. So yeah, I was happy about this. So, next up, we're gonna go into the jerk offs of the week. Yeah, you, you look like you have a few here. Yeah, well. We got two Met-related jerk-offs of the mm-hmm. week. I feel like there's going to be a Met-related jerk-off of the week every week because of the Mets, and they're going to Met. Totally. Yeah. So, hey, to hey, begin hey. with... Continuing second week of Mets are going to Mets. Former Mets manager Mickey Calloway, number one jerk-off of the week. Running theme here with people in the Mets organization, sexually abusing women. Let's go, Mets. Um, he aggressively pursued five women who work in sports media sending them inappropriate photographs and asking for nudes in return. Come on, Mickey. 
you literally look like the guy who goes to the bar and just like does that exact situation in person. You are. That's you. You look like a drunken. I don't even know how to describe it, but you just look like a piece of shit, Mickey Calloway. You suck. I hate you. Thank God you're not our manager anymore. Second Met jerk off of the week, Trevor Bauer. He's not a Met because the Mets are the Mets. And they were not able to sign him. And he was saying, he was putting up merchandise on his website because he like monetizes everything. Like Mets merchandise with Bauer before he signed a contract with any team. And everyone was like, oh my God, he's going to go to the Mets. He's going to go to the Mets. There was a report he signed with the Mets. He signed with the Dodgers. It just doesn't make sense. I can't. Whatever. I hate the Mets. I love the yeah. Mets. The Mets are going to mat. It's a hate-love relationship. Love hate relationship. Um, so I, my first uh, jerk-off of the week is, I don't, I don't even know who wrote this, but Washington Post just being bad at obituaries. This one, a uh, long-time NFL manager, managed the Chargers. He was, he was nice. Like, he was a good, he was a good, um, he was a good owner. Great guy. I mean, good coach. He, he was not bad. Uh, Marty Schottenheimer. Schottenheimer. NFL, Schottenheimer, my bad. NFL coach whose team's wilted in the playoffs dies at 77. What, what, like, what is that? Why are you, like, what is the point of putting that in? Why do you put that into a headline? There's no point. You're just making yourself seem like an asshole when you didn't have to be an asshole. So that was my first... Like, he can't even defend himself. He's dead. No, exactly. He's dead. Like, yeah. wh- what game do you have just to, like, one last dig? What did Marty Schottenheimer do to you that you're going to, in his obituary? Oh, it had to be a loss bet. Uh, yeah, he probably, like, went for two when you were covering and got yeah. a two-point conversion or something. Exactly. I don't know. Like, maybe in that case it's kind of reasonable. Yeah. But I feel like but. the people writing for the Washington Post wouldn't be betting like that when Martin, Marty yeah, Schottenheimer true, was a coach. A so, I don't know. That guy's jerk off. Um, my other jerk off of the week is Jose Canseco. Anybody who watched Barstow Sports, rough and rowdy. Um, it was just really pathetic. The whole time he was talking it up like it was gonna be a crazy fight. Like he was gonna, he was gonna shock the world. Not even shock the world. He was the favorite. He was like, I'm gonna kill this kid. Like he's done. He's gonna. I feel bad because I'm gonna hurt him. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. And then, like what? Like. 15 seconds last, of the round. Last, it was like five. Yeah, he gets punched in the shoulder and he goes down like a sack of potatoes and he just cowers there. And that was just sad to see. Um, really don't didn't like that. So, come on, Jose. He like, walked in there looking like Godzilla. He was yeah. huge. And everyone, I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to... I thought Billy fight. was going to die. I thought, I thought Billy gonna was out. just going to get like punted. Like, yeah. he was just going to like punch him out of the ring. And... He just, like, do- takes a dive. Is like, probably needs money because he has no money to his name. Oh, you 100% gambled yeah, all the way. Gambled or, like, steroided to, it all to, the way. He, he says, I don't gamble. And then on, um, what's his name's part, on part, part of my take, he was like, you want to throw $500,000 on this on this fight? And he's like, no, I don't gamble. I don't gamble. I was like, dude, why are you trying what, to What are you playing with, Monopoly money? Like, you trying to throw $500,000 on Like, yo, I'll bet you Park Place right now <laughs> that, that I beat Billy. Like that what? was that was crazy, um. So yeah, come on, come on, Jose Canseco. Like, just a lot of stuff. I I felt bad for him for a second, and then I realized. No, then you realize he's Jose Canseco yeah. and like ratted on half the people doing steroids. Like, come on, dude, you suck. He, yeah. he is like 
the nineties jerk off of the cent- of the decade, baseball wise, one of them. <laughs> jerk off of the decade. Yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my other jerk off of the week. Alright. That's it everyone. Thank, Thank you for, for listening. Keep eating boys. See ya. And women. We don't discriminate.